Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 125 for April 24, 2010. Thank you very much for joining us today. I got a big show for you today. Um, actually, I got a small show and a big person, big name. He's not big. You know what I mean by big, right? Maybe he's just big. starting are, off. Are bad. you big? Maybe you're. No, well, we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> I'm big. Michael's big. Yes, I am. Our show is awesome. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, our show's awesome. Michael's so big, he steps on me. Yeah, that's he right. Passed. Wait, why do you step on her? That's I walk on the wrong side. Oh, that's probably legal in Canada. All right, so let's okay. go on. Hey! <laughs> so the first diminutive person there you're hearing is uh, Anna Marie Newfield. <laughs> not responding. And the diminutive person you're not hearing is Nanny. <laughs> The dim- the un the unhearable diminutive person is Emmanuel Marino. Hi everybody. I yeah he's been uh, plotting out our little Tokyo plan of attack for E3. There's lots of noodle shops. There's a lot of noodle shops near our hotel. Yes. So oh, hopefully noodle shops are awesome. Hopefully some of them are good. But we got to balance out noodle shops with like gourmet downtown food. So we got to figure that out. Such a tough thing to have to deal with, you know. And volcano. Steak place. But I was including volcano. Oh, and we're gonna. Do- oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unless we want to try something new. All right. Um, Speaking of new, wait, but you're old. Uh, Michael Tidwell. It's Tristan six months today. Ah, your son's new-ish. Yeah, he's new-ish. You can't take him back now, though. He's past the return period. Well, that's okay. He's teething, and I think that's why we're all up late. Uh, (laughs) Also with us today is a special guest, and last but certainly not least, Mr. Robert Boyd. Yay! Developer of... Breath of Death 7 for your Xbox 360 Microsoft console. For a buck, right? Yep. One dollar. And uh, currently second on the list of U.S. games, you said? Yeah, it's currently the second best rated game on Xbox Live Indie Games in the U.S. marketplace. (laughs) Well, congratulations. From what I hear, it's well worth it. So I'm I'm glad to see um, small... Wait, but I said you were big earlier. Small developers, oh, <laughs> big developers, medium, indie I guess developers. You, indie big developers. Indie developers. Thank you. Big indie developers yeah. get their dues. There we go. Wait, I thought big indie developers are like Q Entertainment. I guess they're not indie anymore, are they? Yeah, whatever. No. Not so much. Not so much. All right. I was yeah, actually sort really of. surprised sort because of. <laughs> one of our like most bitter boardies who constantly tells us how much the games he plays sucks was like, I love this game. It was like, wait. <laughs> because it's just, well, I wait, don't know. I haven't what? played it. I'm assuming it's, it's very similar to the games he has decided are on his list of okay to like. Yes, <laughs> that is true. Which are what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm, I haven't played the game, so of, I can't make the comparison. But I would assume something like Dragon games, Quest. Now or that I think about it, <laughs> <laughs> he was a very early adopter of Castle Crashers. Oh, uh, okay. So he is into good well, that, game. Was, that. That was a good game. So yeah, okay. that was a good game. Yep. We never played. The anyway, only knows I did play the first six games in the series. Yeah. <laughs> so so how hard was it dealing with the stress of taking over this series from the original developers? I mean, you had those first six games. And then you got to bring out the seventh one. That must have been frustrating, right? Yeah, it was really tough. I mean, the original creator of the series was constantly on our backs, making sure we kept to the canon. But I think we managed to put our own unique spin on it. I hope people like it. Yeah, you use pink cannonballs instead of orange. I know. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> 
But as usual, the, you know, the localization suffers so much. These games, when they're developed in Japan like that. Oh, oh it was totally censored. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So, so, I don't, I don't want to... Lots wanna... of nudity in the Japanese version. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should do that. You should make, like, the so-called Japanese version. and just No, they wouldn't let us get it on the marketplace. They have really strict rules about that sort of thing. What is it with game companies not wanting adults to have fun too? What is up with that? It's not fair. It make, be able I don't really know if making a Japanese version is, is having fun or just making fun. Both? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Notice we're not doing as well in Japan as we're doing in the U.S. probably because they don't get the jokes. Um, but we're, well, it's in t- English too, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that, kind of that be would issue. be a small thing. <laughs> Although a lot of people in Japan speak decent English because uh, it's managed high schools. Uh, and they yeah, usually use Google Translate. I'm sorry. I've, I've been to Japan decent and I've tried being to do very that. Loose. <laughs> decent is Maybe. like, you know, sorry. <laughs> hi. hi. Well, they love saying hi. It's like figuring out how to tell the stupid American what not to do that he's doing right now. <laughs> that's, that's about the extent of most English I ran into. <laughs> Yeah, I've never been to Japan, but I lived in Taiwan for a while, and oh. the English there All was ages are the same, close enough. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, Taiwan is influenced by Hong Kong, though, so you can understand a lot more English there. Mm-hmm. But you go to, like, oh, goodness, went to TJ Fridays in Japan, and the English was just horrid, and they're trying so hard, and you're trying not to laugh at them, but it's like, <laughs> you really, really suck at this. Yeah, I've- <laughs> I've seen the English versions of some of the indie games out there, and the English is very amusing. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, some fan subs I've seen are pretty amusing, too. All yeah, right. Since we are talking about Breath of Death, would you mind telling us a little bit about the game for all those people who don't know anything about it? Sure. Uh, Breath of Death 7 is a parody RPG that we just put out on Xbox Live Indie Games. It's a dollar. It has a retro style to it, kind of a mix between 8-bit and 16-bit. Very heavily influenced by the Dragon Quest series. And it's full of lots of jokes, lots of references to other RPGs and other games. And people seem to be liking it right now. All of the comments I've been reading are very positive. Well, that's good. Yeah, um, it took the two of us to make it. I did the design, story, programming, and my friend Bill did all of the art, the graphics, the map design. And he's also the one who did all of our YouTube videos for the trailers and such. How long did it take you to make, out of curiosity? It took about three months to make. Not bad. Oh. Yeah, we're a little shocked we were able to finish it so quick. It seems like you guys put a lot of work into the game. Why'd you decide to only price it for a dollar? Hey, we took a look at the, how the other games on the service were selling, and it looked to us like most of the uh, best sellers were the $1 games. Like if you look at the best sellers for last year, the two top sellers were I Made a Game with Zombies in it and Avatar Drop, both of which were $1. And, like, with indie productions, you really don't have a lot of opportunities to do advertising. So we thought that a cheap price point would be a good way to get the word out as people buy it and then tell their friends about it. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned something about um, – bu- 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I've just seen that a lot with iPhone. Like, people are like, oh, you know, five bucks is too much. But a buck, yeah, people will do that without a, a second I mean, thought. It's true. Even just like a little bit of positive buzz, a few people say, hey, check out this game. And they'll be like, yeah, it's only a buck. Why not? Right. right. I've heard several people say they just went and bought the game without even trying the demo because it was so cheap and it's been getting good ratings. Do you have Which, any idea how many uh, downloads you have received so far? No, sadly, uh, Microsoft is doing a bit of maintenance on their servers, so they haven't gotten the sales data for the past few days out yet. Mm. But, but you are number have, two, right? Yeah, we're second rated. We have a little over 300 people rating us so far. Uh, and usually the number of people rating is a very small percentage of the people who downloaded and played it. So yeah, we're hoping we I mean, have a you, few thousand sales already at least. That's pretty good. I mentioned earlier, earlier you mentioned something about uh, build, trying to build your audience and, and build your fan base so you can continue making RPGs in the future, right? Right. Have you guys started work on anything new yet or concepting have, anything? We've got some concepts, but we haven't started any serious work on it. We're probably going to get started next week. Well, <laughs> four months from now, we can expect another game. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to keep the development time on each one pretty short. Well, especially if you're only doing a buck for each, you probably have to. <laughs> right. Um, you ever? Uh, I mean... How do you guys plan oh, that ahead. sort of thing? I mean, do you ever want to like, you know, once you have a following, do you do you think, well, maybe we can start doing a more premium price point up front and then tailing off as the as time goes on, or you know, has what you've learned said, no, just stick with the cheap price and never never touch it. Um. Yeah, we're still thinking about that. Uh-huh. So we haven't made any firm decisions yet. If we do price a game higher than that, it's going to have to be noticeably better than our existing games so we're probably just going to keep with the one dollar price and keep them short and sweet mm. okay and you did say this is a, a parody of other art uh, of more japanese retro rpgs right right it was you, uh, inspired um, by the retro game challenge <laughs> oh, cool. pronounce it guadia quest or gaudia well, quest right. Yep. Right. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. It's like, what were your, some of your influences, and would you come up with some of your jokes? Uh, yeah. So does that mean if I walk into a tree on the map, there's a weird floating head who destroys me in three hits? Because that's what happened to me in Gaudia Quest a lot. <laughs> what really? Yeah, the game master was an enemy inside Gaudia Quest, and he wasn't fun to fight. It was bad. Uh, interesting. I never saw that. So, I never saw that either. Some of the special. I guess they don't walk into trees. Well, yeah, there is these little. Tr- okay, never mind. I, I've lost my copy of the game anyway. Maybe I hallucinated so the whole thing. I'm being told. That's probably hopefully true. Hopefully, this wasn't asked while I was gone. What do you do outside of making video games? Oh, um, right now I've do a bunch of part-time jobs. I teach English part-time at the local college to exchange students from Japan and China. Okay. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say more than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, just miscellaneous stuff. I'm going to do some of the, what you call it, census work in a few weeks. Oh. But hopefully this game sells well enough that we can start doing this full-time instead of just part-time. So since it's a, a parody on older games, what are you thinking about, like, 3D.Game Heroes? I think it looks awesome. I'm a tank. If I owned a PS3, I'd buy it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be the biggest limitation, honestly. 
And hey, if this game sells well, I'll go buy a PS3 in the game with it. (laughs) All right! There you go. So do you get a lot of people that are um, angry or frustrated by the fact this is very much an homage? (laughs) Um, No, mostly the problems were in that RP gamer thread. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, most of the other complaints are just people who don't get retro rpgs at all so like this looks lame this is stupid i want breath of fire 7 even though they don't seem to realize that breath of fire ended with dragon quarter which was the fifth one yeah i don't think we're gonna see another one of those no it was a great game but i don't think it sold very well i think they're expecting you to make both the sixth and seventh is what's going on there (laughs) it's like no that's what you owe us yeah well if capcom wants to hire me i'm up for it (laughs) (laughs) So, was so this the first game you ever made? Oh, so no. I was wondering, is this the first... What else have you done? This is the first RPG I've made. I have two ah. other games on the indie games for Xbox, uh, which are both choose-your-own-adventure oh. ebook type deals. Yeah, nice. I was looking at the... Uh, it's the second one, the one with... It's a girl, right? Yeah, Molly the Were-Zompire was there the second. There we go. The Were-Zompire... Yeah, so People didn't seem to really vampire? like that one. Oh. Yeah, she's a werewolf zombie vampire. People like the first one, Epiphany in Space, more. So is that just some but, dude in space gets an idea and that's the end? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a sci-fi Star Trek parody. Oh, okay. Nice. Epiphany's the name of the ship. Ah, all right. Nice. Uh, so okay, what's so up, speaking game, of names... Drastically, yeah. This game was drastically bigger in scope than the previous ones, which were basically just text. <laughs> Got it. So, speaking of names, what, what's the story behind this game's name? How'd you come up with that? Uh, actually, my wife was looking online at different names for really bad cliche zombie movies. Mm-hmm. And she just found someone who said this would be the greatest name for an, a horrible B movie, Breath of Death. And we're like, that's that's an awesome name. That's an awesome name. How can we make it more RPG sounding? Well, add a seven in Roman numerals afterwards. <laughs> well done. So, it worked. That is the key to everything. And then emulate you the, the dragon fancy quest subtitle logo. about a dragon. <laughs> something you need a fancy subtitle. Something about a storm or a dragon. Storm of Dragonia. Wait. No. Yeah, one of the earlier titles was something like Tales of Sheen Fantasy Quest Gaiden Tactics, but that was too long to fit in the uh, title. Plus. <laughs> yeah, Super Championship Edition. Yes. <laughs> that's the C. No, that? that, that's yeah. the slightly improved um, re release, is what that is. <laughs> you changed the artwork yeah, with on the three main new character. super bosses. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I'd buy it. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. You haven't bought this yet. My favorite line of Robocop. What are you waiting for, Michael? Michael? 360? You're 360. Oh. Why? Yeah, because I've been playing my PS3 for almost like. Oh, so. I know what you're waiting for. Yeah, your, your kids won't let you, your kids won't let you have the TV back, will they? Right. Neither will the NBA playoffs. So Neither you know. will the NBA playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the, your next game needs to incorporate the Utah Jazz in an RPG. I think is what Michael would like to see. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. 
Especially if you go old school. Well, we already have no, Barclay. No, no, no. Your next so. game needs to have like a little cat that meows. You know, Michael's so yes. into 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 basketball. He won't touch Barkley. Shut up and jam, Gaiden, though. I, and I don't know why. For being such a big I'm basketball surprised. fan, it's like you're an RPG fan and a basketball fan. Barkley, shut up and jam, Gaiden is for you, Michael. I don't think he likes Barkley that much. <laughs> that must be what it is. Well, just do bad in the game, and he'll keep dying. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Wow, I've shocked him. He isn't talking. <laughs> oh? <laughs> yeah, you. Oh, well, I was talking. You were all talking over me. Oh, okay. I, I do like Barkley. I like when he's funny on TNT, and um, he was a good player. I just... Uh, I missed it when it came out, so now I don't really want to go back. Oh, what baloney. I, I plugged it on this baloney. show when it came out. <laughs> I yeah. talked about it relentlessly because I was so enamored with the concept. All right, so Robert, um, and have you played it? Yeah, I haven't played it. Of course not. Okay. Uh, so I'm wondering uh, <laughs> how you found like, have you have you done any programming or development for other platforms besides the Xbox? Not really. A long time ago, I did some messing around with ROM hacking, but that didn't get very far. All right, so. It, is it fair to say you've kind of learned how to do game development on a here? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've learned so much just doing this one game, which ought to make our next game that much better. Well, that's good, yeah. How do you feel as a learning platform it's been to you? Has it been a difficult one with a lot of difficult uh, difficulty curves, or has it been pretty easy to get into? Oh, I th- think it's great. There's lots of communities online uh, for finding out information and asking questions if you run into any problems. Like with this game, I had the hardest time trying to get the saving system to work correctly, but some people helped me out on that, and now it works fine. Oh, well, that's always good. Yeah, it's kind of important to be able to save yeah, your game. Yeah, not in being an RPG. able to save might have been a bit of a bummer. Well, you I know, mean, we could have done passwords to it. But... So. Uh, passwords. Oh goodness. <sighs> Yeah, please that hasn't been a problem for a while, Michael. I have memory cards now. Uh, well, we had memory. I was going to say, you know, we, we get some NIS games where you can't save, so it's the same thing, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. You could save. It's just sometimes they would, wouldn't be there when you got back. Oh, all right. Well, that's uh, that's all. All right. You just randomly decide, eh, I lost your save data. Start over. Well, you know, to be fair, it was a PS2 game running on PS3. They never actually tested it because the hardware didn't exist. So you can't be, like, completely trashing them for that. Yeah, I suppose, if you're going to say that. I was curious, though. Um, when you're working like an indie developer, I, I assume there's a community. And is, are they very open to, like, helping other people or are they treat it more like competition? Oh, it's very open. Most of the people are very casual about it. There's only a few people developing for the platform that are really serious trying to make a living off of this. So mostly it's just college people who feel like they want to make a game, so they give it a shot. Well, and projects like this look really good on a resume. Yeah. If you're serious about getting into the industry. Hey, he's second on the list. I think he is in the industry. Yeah, he's true. not trying no, anymore. I mean, he's there. Okay, that was rude. I, I will rephrase that. If you are serious about getting into a large established company, you know, I hear Activision very- has a lot of openings right now. Ooh. I hear that too. <laughs> you went there. I did. You kind of have to. <laughs> How can't you? 
So just in case it didn't get touched on, just in, uh, it's Z-Boyd games. Right. So you're the Boyd. Where's the Z? Just added it on. <laughs> I saw that. Everything's better with a Z in what front of it. What a chip! <laughs> Z-Boyd spelled differently is some sort of weird zebra hybrid, which I thought was an interesting thing. So, And it has kind of a weird sci-fi feel to it. Or you well, can say it's French. You're so like, yeah, Zippo. my best buddy's with me. And he's Bob Z, so that's why it's Z-Boyd. <laughs> No, we, I came up with the name, and then he joined up with me a little after that. And he just oh. happened to be named Bob Z, so, you know. Oh, yeah, out, hey, right? there you go. <laughs> that was actually on the hiring call. No. <laughs> yes, if you're not Z, do not apply. <laughs> Looking for a partner with last name that starts with Z. <laughs> oh, goodness. Epic. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> stupid question. Do they do DLC for games on the the indie network? No, that's not allowed. Not you allowed. can release updates to your game, but you can't sell it separately. Mm. Like that's, one of the games that just that's in the 30 days of undead promotion. Yeah. It just had a big update that added a new story mode and bosses and stuff. Mm. It's called Twin Blades. Mm-hmm. Looks really pretty. I wasn't a big fan of the gameplay. It's it's like Castle Crashers if you can't move up or down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it looks really nice. Looks oh. professionally done. It has an anime style. You're this nun with a giant scythe, like Guilty Gear. <laughs> can't complain about that. So your next game, I have to. You seem to like sci-fi a lot. You have the Z Boy. Your first game was Epiphany in Space. So I have to know, is the next game going to make fun of every Japanese sci-fi RPG ever? Oh, what sci-fi RPGs? Star Ocean. Star Ocean. Star Ocean. Oh. Fantasy Star. Okay. A lot of the Zeno. Final Fantasy seem to be sci-fi. Okay, Fantasy Star isn't really like a space RPG. No. Yeah, there is a very obvious Fantasy Star reference in Breath of Death, though, mm-hmm. right at the beginning, which I hope people like. We have a cutscene that's the same format as the opening scene in Fantasy Star 4. Oh, goodness. Where yeah. you have the two characters, they're looking over the cliff. Oh, man. But no, I'm not uh, a fan. I don't think anybody here is a Fantasy Star fan, so I hey, think it would have flown No, I, I played 4. But, I liked 4. Oh, well, fine. Yeah, and just to drive it in, we mentioned fantastic or something like that with a PH spelling in the description. Just in case you didn't but get no, it. Our next one is not going to be a sci-fi game. It's well, I'm not going to tell anything about it. Is it an RPG? I almost caught him. I was this close. It, it is an RPG. Yes. Yay! And we're planning on adding some new features, like with Breath of Death 7, you only have four characters in your party, but this one we're going to have a larger party, and you can choose who to put in your active group. Are you limited to four characters in your name, and they're all capitals? Um, (laughs) Probably not the next game. That would make a few of the names very difficult. Okay. Spells. They'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sounds yeah, pretty awesome. all the spells made up names. Uh, oh, Japanese are unfair. No, made up names. No, I have to learn what fire is again. Oh, yeah, because like that. you didn't do that for Persona. I, well, I know. And that was hard enough to do in Persona. 
<laughs> with Aki and all that, yeah. Aki uh, and Boof. Aki, Geo. Geo and... Yeah. What a pain in the butt. Uh, I'm, I'm playing Strange Jerky. One but... Which one is this? Yeah. Hmm? I need, like, I can a... never remember. For some reason, for a long time, I thought Bufu was wind. No, Garu <laughs> was wind. sounds windy. Bufu! Bufu! <laughs> yeah. But at least they keep the names consistent from game to game. Yeah, yes. that's true. Just completely lost one game. It's just, um, I mean, like Final Fantasy, when they started going into the Raws and Jaws, and you're like, wait, what happened to my three and two and all that good <laughs> stuff I knew? No. And then God, and you're like, what's God do? Oh, it kills everything. I like that one. Yeah, I, I was okay with the numbers. <laughs> do you want to stick around with us for the rest of the show, Robert? Yeah, I can hang around for a little while longer. All right, that sounds also- good. And we'll we'll harass you if we think of anything relevant to ask you as we go. But uh, until now, we should uh, we've got some feedback that we should move on to, and a lot of it is audio. And I just can't wait because I just know Your how. Your explode. <laughs> just oh, this is a our listeners, problem. our listeners are just so professional in the audio content they put together for us, and they get everything right <laughs> on the first take. So let's. You're let's... in a real <clears throat> What? So he's, he's in for a real treat. treat today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You came with a good episode. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Chris gave us a preview no, of this last week. You know, it's more fun if you know the person, but you know, whatever. Let's just roll. Well, let's just start with our first call. Hey, RPG Cast. This is Draconis. Great show as always. Opinion. Well, asking your opinion on this. If they ever decide to re-release Crystal Bears for the uh, PlayStation's new One control, and they actually correct the control problem, you think that it'll probably sell as good as, if not better, than Final Fantasy Thirteen, since the story is actually better and has a better world than Thirteen. Keep up the good shows. Later. So he's saying if they ever re-release Crystal Bearers for PlayStation 3, do you think it'll sell bet- better than 13 since the story is better than 13's? The Crystal <laughs> The Crystal Bearers no, apparently has a I better story than Final Fantasy. everybody seems to shy away from the idea of playing any Final Fantasy that isn't in the main series. <laughs> well, no, the I, numbers. I, you're, you're, no, no, no. If you're gonna if you're gonna answer it seriously, then of course it's not gonna sell as well as Final Fantasy 13. It doesn't say Final Fantasy 13 on it, but. <laughs> Well, no, here's, I, I, here's I, the I, thing is, if they remade the Crystal Bears game and called it Final Fantasy XV, it would probably sell really good. Really good? Uh, really well. But... Because it's a main Final <laughs> Fantasy entry, and people have to play those. They'll rail about how much it sucks, and they'll buy it anyways. No. Well, I think plenty of people would know, oh, this is just Crystal Bears, and they put a different name on it. Yeah, I yeah. hope they're not that stupid. <laughs> I, I know you get some I sales. Sometimes like I have my doubts. I, but, I know. You know. Well, because people bought Crystal Bears at all, right? Um, <laughs> You're right. Well, what is this assertion <laughs> that the story bad. that who is? Did you play it, Manny? Did you actually try to play I, it? I remember we, you and I did the interview with Kawazu, and then yeah. I I had to play when I was doing up the before I did the interview. I played a little bit of the demo at E3, yep. and I remember thinking to myself that this is torture. I can be playing. A million other games on the E3 show floor, but I have to but play. But you didn't this. see the story, did you, Manny? The oh story. yes, I did. Unskip. It was a thirty-minute demo with unskippable cutscenes. Oh goodness, I hated. Oh, did, so did you play, but you haven't played any Final Fantasy Thirteen, so maybe you'd hate that more. 
Uh, th- this one's pretty bad. It's like they have hey. skippable cutscenes. Oh, that's right. Thirteen does have. <laughs> it's automatically better. Yeah. <laughs> automatically, you're not better. missing much if you skip them all. <laughs> well, you can just read about it later. I love that. Remind me. So in the menu, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I every game needs that. Oh, anyway. What, what Remind you saying, me. Was the first Crystal Bears one the one with the bucket? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. The bucket. Uh, Crystal Chronicles. The first Crystal Chronicles was. Okay. Where you had to carry that thing around all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the game I think that cube. was the first time that I met Sonia. Ah. Was she carrying the bucket? Well, no. She was just like, it was really early in the localization, and she had us all come over. So and they're calling play it a pail and instead. And she was like, "Yeah, this. So this is, uh, you know, Crystal Chronicles. Yada yada yada. Um, there's a bucket. We don't have an actual name for it yet, so we're just calling it a bucket <laughs> today. Nice. And I think it's stuck as bucket. I didn't hear that, Michael. But it's stuck, stuck as bucket. bucket. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. It just kind of stuck as. It was still a stupid mechanic, so we didn't bother naming it. <laughs> <laughs> just call it the bucket. That'll work. Wow. Well, there's like, one thing you have to remember about the Crystal Bears, though, is that instantly the Crystal Bears does have a better theme than 13. I mean, I think I remember the, the theme of Crystal Bears being super heroics and adventure. Mm. <laughs> um, adventure. I just that was, that was, those are the themes of the story: super heroics and adventure. So the whole entire game is supposed to exude a feel of super heroics and adventure. So uh-huh. basically, it just translates to lots of people going "Yippee, woohoo!" So, <laughs> so it's Mario. So it's Mario. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh yeah, basically. Back to the next letter. Um, Draconis had some helpful tips for us here. Yeah, this is Draconis again. This is just for Chris. For since he keeps forgetting. If anyone wants to leave messages for RPG Cast by phone, the number is 608-729-4098. I repeat, 608-729-4098. Have fun. Yes, so he called the number to let me know what the number is. Let know what the number was. Because every time at the end of the show, we're always, uh, what's the phone number again? <laughs> So it is what he's hopes, I think, is that we're going to take that clip and it'll just become part of the end of the show from now on. <laughs> so 608 The number is... <laughs> yeah, i got to put that into a remix. The number is... All right! So thank you, thank you, Draconis. And yes, if you would like to leave a voicemail like these guys are doing, it's 608-729-4098. We look forward to your calls. Next call, here we go. Hello, everyone. This is Strawberry Eggs again. Uh, just uh, well, just first things off. A uh, nice job on the last week's podcast as usual. And well, now I'm gonna start kind of ranting a little. Uh, let's just say, well, not about the podcast itself. Don't worry about that. Uh, let's just say that. Um, uh, well, the, that you know. Uh, yeah, let me start over, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> she could have called again. <laughs> that was her first call. <clears throat> Why did you play that if she wanted to start over? It seems mean. It is. Hello, everyone. This is Strawberry Eggs again. Uh, just let me start off by saying nice podcast as usual last week. Now, if I may rant a little, and no, not about a podcast. It really make, that wouldn't make much sense, would it? Uh, but rather, just want a few thoughts on Manny's impression of Arkwright's Fantasia. I've been looking forward to this game for a very long time, especially since considering how long it's been bloody delayed. And as you can imagine, my heart sank when I heard that Ignition got their grubby paws on the game. 
And by the sounds of the impression, sounds like my worst fears are being confirmed. Study poor localization and poor voice acting. I mean, I, I really hope either it gets better later on, or maybe I won't find it as bad, since I do seem to have a high tolerance to subpar voice acting. In fact, I find Bot and Kaito's, the first Bot and Kaito's game to be tolerable. That probably tells you everything. But anyway, I mean, it's probably still too early. He only got to play, you know, he got to watch 45 minutes and play like one minute of the thing. And well, there's still, you know, stories up in the air. I hear, it's like, it's like a tale scene in which the, you know, the characters and the characterization, their interaction are a really strong part of the, the game and such. And the uh, gameplay sounds pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that as well. So it's still too early, but, you know, it's just, it really feels like a punch in the gut because it's no, you know, Exceed is supposed to be have, you know, pretty good localizations. They usually have top-notch voice acting and ignition. Well, yeah, ignition. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, that's all I just wanted to say. <laughs> Sorry if it's uh, just a little weird and random. Uh, bye for now. Hey, she got through it. And she did very well that last time, I thought. What do you guys think? Hear I think she's never going to call again. <laughs> I know. She's going to be like, I'm not going to call unless I've rehearsed it and recorded it and no, then I'll just play I, it. I, had plenty, I didn't have much material this week. The news story is very, very light. So I figured, um, you know, Strawberry gave us a good run there. I like her calling in. I have no idea what she asked about, though. Um, no. It wasn't really asking. She was just ranting about <laughs> no. how much ignition is ruining our I, I, I what she asked about. Here's the thing that I think might be the problem. It may not even necessarily be the game. It may have been how it was presented. And I mean, this is something that Manny maybe can fault. maybe give uh, some feedback on. Like, last year when the two of us played 358 over two days, it basically jumps you right into the game and there isn't a ton of direction and there's nobody around who could possibly talk to you about it. So in that situation, the problem wasn't the game and both of us kind of had really tepid impressions of it. It was the fact that the presentation was really poorly done. So how a game is shown to someone who has to write an impression is going to have a certain amount of oomph on the impression. And there's a little bit of showmanship in PR work. Right. And I mean, part of the way that I read Manny's impression was simply that it wasn't necessarily that he did or didn't enjoy the game. It was he didn't get a good feeling out of it, even after 30 minutes. Is that a fair assessment? That's a pretty damn good assessment. I should have just said that in my preview. I feel as <laughs> though. But it's true. I was beginning some grief for that because apparently I criticized the voice acting and I criticized the lip syncing, which some people called petty. Petty. But it's just I, what do you mean petty? How's that petty? <laughs> Those are things you'd criticize well, this, in an actual it's review. It's a particularly important thing to note because all of the ARF localization voice acting was done in Japan. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, Jason Hughes went to Japan and he was doing like Q and A via Twitter from Japan while the localization was going on. Yeah, but okay, okay. Well, you have to remember one thing here. They're not done localizing it, right? They're still working on the script. Right, this is true. They're so not going to remaster any of the language. image, any of the imagery until that's done. Because if you redo it and then change a word and then redo it, you're just going to piss people off. When the translation is complete and they want to redo the imagery, then they will do that. So of course, the lip syncing is going to be off. I thought I said that though. I thought everything was just early. Did I say that it was just early and a lot of this yeah, could just change? Okay. But well, you're on the internet, so everybody decides what yeah. you said instead of what you actually did said. So. 
Oh, right. <laughs> yes. but you did say? Whatever. That doesn't mean people <laughs> won't get defensive if you're saying mean things about something that they've already decided is good. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so. if, if I guess if does anyone have any questions about the impression itself, I can go over any points that anyone might have been confused about. Or I think the controversy I mean, I is more fun than the actual impression. Um, okay, that's fine. <laughs> what, what about the what about her point about the music? Did you go and look for that music track ever? No, I guess you just heard about it. Now. I just remember the the music didn't stand out to me very much. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything about the music. The only thing that I remember is I was watching this game, and the, I think the the reason why the lip syncing st- stuck out so much to me is because. That cutscene was the first time you actually get to hear the voices, right? Uh, and so your first impression is you're hit with these voices, and you're thinking like, "Oh, he sounds really bad." And then this girl walks in, and you're just like, "Oh, she sounds even worse." And then he's <laughs> getting better all the time. And then he starts talking, and then he starts talking again. And I notice that his like he's looking down, and his mouth isn't moving, and he's already halfway through his sentence. And then he opens his mouth and finishes the sentence. I'm like, "Ooh, that can't be good." No, they probably just extended it to the point where, you know, the the cutscene was long enough for the words that he spoke, which was probably longer than the original. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it just – all of that happened all at the same time. So as you walk out the door, you're thinking like, man, that voice acting was terrible. Man, well, that lip sync was pretty bad too. Yeah. I mean if the, the VA is horrible, the lip sync isn't going to fix it. No, it's not. It's, it was just both of those things combined. I just – it's just – I wrote down my impressions, the things that stuck in my head after I walked out that door, and for some reason, those are the two things. Those were two things that were glaring in my brains. Like that was awkward. Yeah, that's. This is also why a lot of people don't like showing, you know, albums yeah. and stuff like that. Because... Well, I, I, I thought I know maybe I shouldn't have said that about the thing. But just I, I don't. I felt like it was my. If I didn't point no, it out, I mean, you have to be no. honest about what you write. Well, yes, and no. I have yes. been asked in impressions to not talk about certain things. And so that kind of goes back to how it was presented because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I get preview copies. And, of course, if I'm playing a preview copy of, you know, let's say an Atlas game and I get a note saying if it crashes, please don't mention it, of course I'm not going to mention it. You know, I mean, it's an alpha. It's not supposed to be complete. If it crashed, it's just part of the production process. So, you know, they could have said, yeah, we know it's rough and, you know, just kind of focus on the things that are working and not on the things that aren't finished. But if they stick you in a room and say, here, play this game and give you no impression at all that it's not complete. In 30 minutes, kick you out and go have a nice life, then yeah. Yeah, then you do. It was kind of like, it was kind of sit down and they were going to play the game for you. And that was basically it back to you know ignition is new at this and they they don't understand a lot of it's true i mean i mean i agree with you completely i mean if if it was if it was x seed or square enix and they said hey you know uh don't worry about the voice acting right now (laughs) (laughs) they've been doing it for a while and if they just said you know straight up all right yeah, but Don't aren't you saying that about ignition because you've played products that they've released that you felt that they didn't clean up enough uh, see, I, I don't know. Played it's just... product yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so I really don't have that stance, but no, I've I've had plenty of notes where it's like, don't mention this. We know this isn't done. We know this, you know. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, the more forthcoming you are with the game, I mean, for all I honestly, with all the information that I got out of that impression, I thought the game was almost basically done, and I thought the localization was basically done. I wasn't told but otherwise until I didn't find out so, right now that it wasn't. Uh, it is I didn't know. Which one? 
All right, Manny first. Okay. Yeah, until you told me that they're still fixing it up. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, Michael, no. It does have to be close. But yeah, they're not going to do any lip syncing fix until it's completely yeah, done. Yeah, we still talk about lip syncing, but maybe the voice acting isn't going to change, like you said. Uh, no, it's not. And so if it makes you cringe, well, then what is it, Wild Arms XF or well, something? It's just like every other game of its ilk, really. I mean, aren't we used to bad voice acting nowadays? No, we're not, because a not lot of it's been cleaned up. Really? Yeah, it, it depends from game to game. Yeah, really. I would say yeah, Mass that, Effect never would have gone away with bad voice acting. Neither would Dragon Age or so, any of these big bunch of Western RPGs. Yeah, what about Eastern games, though? 13 didn't have bad voice and, acting. And there's a lot of people who don't agree with you on that. <laughs> a lot of people don't like Vanille. Yes. Yeah, I think the voice acting in Final Fantasy 13 was fine. It's just the dialogue was... I mean, <laughs> I, I, the best <laughs> voice actor can't do a whole lot if they yeah. don't get good dialogue. They set, expectations the low, they set expectations low with that terrible trailer they released, um, with, which demonstrated the U.S. voice acting in terribly out-of-context snippets that just sounded like they were going to be like the most worst voice acting Yanks ever. The best one. Yeah, it's just... Oh. And then the, the game, the you know, I was I was the... pleasantly surprised with the game. I found it to be much more tolerable than even like White Knight Chronicles, which is, you know, I guess not that hard of a target. But um, <laughs> I was going to say, you're not setting your bar very high. I'm not. I, I don't anymore. <laughs> I just expect it to be bad unless I get the original Japanese audio. And then at least I can be happy that I'm listening to the Japanese sounds that I like to hear. But, you know, I, I just don't, don't expect much on the U.S. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I just I enjoy being in, immersed in that. Um, is this why we don't learn Japanese, so you don't actually learn how bad their uh, dialogue is? Well, you know, I'm not convinced that it's just... I, I, I do like that you have that cop-out. Oh, it's just as bad there. If you knew the language, it'd be terrible, which is funny I've for you to say, say since you I mean, don't I'm, know it yourself. But. No, I don't, but I know people like... Which game was it? I don't know, but I was talking to someone, and they do understand Japanese. I'm like, yeah, the dialogue in this game is just horrible. The translation must suck. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it does. All right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I do like being oblivious to that right now. <laughs> That's good. Well, you know, and I can tell in an anime whether it's got decent voice acting or good stylistic voice acting, and then the styles they choose here aren't as good. Uh, they they well, do different style characters with voice actors over there than they do here, and sometimes, sometimes those styles just match better. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that I like. They can find the people who have that kind of style. Yeah, I mean, they, they've got a better part of the. They've got a better breadth of actors to choose from. So, I, yeah. Anyway, part of the problem that's, that's we're for a long time. This acting around here was pretty much locked to a very small group of people. Yeah. And so you're all I know is Ignition is never going to invite me back to anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> or they'll try and they'll try and win you over. So, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a pretty good impressioner. I mean. I, I've well, when I like a game, I'll glow about it. I'll spend like two hours talking about how much I love it and how much this is going to change my life. I mean, geez, how much did I spooge <laughs> over over StarCraft Two Collector's Edition? I don't even have that thing. Mm-hmm. Naughty so. dog. Naughty dog. Naughty dog. Yeah, when you go to their stuff, Talk don't they do Ratchet and Clank? Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, you stuff. talked about that for like three podcasts in a row. <laughs> All I know is I just tell how it is. You what I saw, I tell you. No, no, uh, I appreciate I that. I appreciate that. All right, so let's move on to our next message. Uh, as soon as I get it up on the screen here. Uh, m- we have? Uh, a few more. 
Chris, Chris Manning writes in to say, just wanted to drop you guys a line and say thank you for the site podcast. I know there are other sites podcast dedicated to RPGs, but yours is by far the best. Well, thank you for the praise, Chris. Um, okay, enough of that. He says, on to my question. I want to know which RPG each member of the cast considers to be the best of the seventh generation of home consoles. His pick would have to be Demon Souls. For reasons too numerous to mention here, he loves this game through and through. So what is current our current gen? The current gen. Yep. Breath of Death. Easy. Oh, done. <laughs> Excellent. Good um, choice. I think for me, it would be a split between The World Ends With You and Wrath of the Lich King. Okay. That's not really the seventh generation of home consoles, but... Because one I is not even a console, play. and one is not the seventh generation. One is portable, and one's not a console. <laughs> okay. Name the number of games I have played recently on, like, my 360 or my So Wii. it's going to default to Dragon Age? Yes, or can I play anything? Well, name the game you've played on your 360 that you liked best. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> Ouch. She's like that thing that I never oh, turn on. I don't know. Have I even that. finished the 360 game? <laughs> I would, I, personally, I think I would lean towards Valkyria Chronicles. He said that. Huh? I already said Valkyria Chronicles. Is that what you said? Okay. Yeah. Um, as far as I'd games say, I finished, uh, it would be different, but <laughs> anyway. What, Manny? <laughs> um, um, I, I, have to, I have maybe three. Fallout 3. <laughs> Uh, the Mass Effect series, I'll say the whole series, all three, because you know three is going to be even better than two. And uh, Diablo 3. <laughs> no, Diablo 3 is not on a home <laughs> console. It's or on PC, out. Or, nor is it out. <laughs> it's going to rock, though, dude. <laughs> yeah, next year. You. Yeah, for the 8th gen. Yeah. <laughs> it is all a right, Blizzard right. game. Fallout 3 all. and the Mass Effect games. All right, fair enough. I, I, yeah, I wonder if we can count the Mass Effect games because it came out on console too. No, even though we played yeah, them on. Sure, if you want to, we didn't play it on there, but go for it. But what'd you say, Robert? Robert, you got a pick? Oh, I just completely forgot that Mass Effect. I was thinking of it as a PC game. I forgot yeah. that it was a console one too. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd probably go with Tales of Vesperia. Oh, Ooh. he's a Tales guy. It's the only Tales game I like. Oh, I didn't okay. like oh. Fan. Okay, okay, so that's, that's redeeming. All. We're okay with that. That's redeeming. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, it just kind of shows how poor the RPG selection on the 7th gen has been if that's my best choice and I'm not even a fan of the series. So you, you don't have a PS3 though, right? No. Okay, yeah. So I'd like to get Demon Souls because yeah. I like Kit's Field a, a lot. Exactly. I have oh. Demon Souls. I don't have a weak system to play it on. Chris, <laughs> I like you know, that. What, what, you Michael? can stop pretending now. What? <laughs> we all know your favorite RPG is Infinite Undiscovery. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's it. That's Blue the one. Dragon. Can I count one, my right shooting there. games as favorite RPGs? No. <laughs> Because those are kind of my favorite games on the 360. <laughs> so am I the only one who picked a Western RPG? Uh, yes. Well, uh, right. well, everyone was like, ooh, Mass Effect. I liked Mass Effect, but not really a favorite. I don't know. Like, I would have gone with Mass Effect 2 as one of my favorites. specifically a console game, I actually probably would say Blue Dragon, just because it's like mm. the only console game in recent memory that has multilingual tracks and 
I was completely stoked. I've played through most of it, and I've played it all in French. <laughs> in French. It's like, oh, Sorry, you played it in, oh, French? What? Yeah. Well, that, that just qualifies everything, so yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's move on. we got a lot of more questions. Michael Cunningham writes in to say, I just wanted to ask each cast member, what is their favorite comfort food? It's been a topic Good of late, show. so I just wanted to check and see what you all thought. <laughs> We've had this conversation about my chips and dip already. So you like chips and chipotle dip? <laughs> chipotle? No, dill pickle. Dill pickle, okay. Ew. So you like ruffles? What, what chips do you use? Um, I used to use ripples, and then... Um, about two months ago, I picked up some lightly salted chips to use in the slow cooker recipe, and they were actually ridiculously good. So Do those lightly I... salted chips have a name? Yeah, they're called Lay's Lightly Salted. All right, there you go. Well, the brand name's important. All right, Michael, what do you got? I got that I fail at comfort food. Really? There's no junk food you just like? Comfort food is the food that you curl up with in front of the TV when you're feeling down because it makes you feel happy. Whatever I can find. Whatever you can find. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had this discussion in right. staff and it right. was like comfort food. And I'm All like, right. I eat comfort. I eat food because I'm hungry. Therefore, it never makes you feel better, huh? No, usually it makes me feel worse. Okay. I'm like, well, oh, man, you never, like you never go to a certain food thinking it'll make you feel better. No. Like, I don't know, fried Twinkies or... Isn't that kind of like a girl thing, though? No. No. Um, mine Everybody is... else on the staff channel was like, I have comfort food. Mine like, is, mine is peanut M&Ms. Okay. <clears throat> Easily. Ooh, peanut M&Ms. Yeah. Or, or it, if, it's, if it's Easter though. time, if it's Easter time, it's the Cadbury mini eggs. <laughs> Stupid eggs. I love those <laughs> eggs. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, I, I have one. Thank you. I do. Okay. Frozen Thin Mints. Oh, the there you go. Food. There you go. All right. All right, Manny, you got one? I like tacos and burritos. <laughs> That's just wrong. I'm glad we've added is. ethnic flavors to this podcast. <laughs> is that serious? Taco flavored kisses, honey. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay, <laughs> no, thank yet, you. Sorry. That was my joke. No one... So, Robert, what's your comfort food? No, no, Manny has to give a real answer. Um, I'm not a food person. I'll eat what's in the refrigerator. I don't think you eat. I'm still okay. Yeah, we 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 were yeah we 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 never saw you eat last year. Manny's a vampire. He just gets blood every so often. He doesn't eat. I'm a were vampire. Where's vampire? Where's vampire? Where's vampire? What about you, Robert? Where's vampire? Yes, I like. I'm gonna have to go with pizza. Pizza. All right. So you're feeling down. You order. You you get the pizza guy to come over, and then you feel better. What kind of pizza? Any, any, any? All right. doesn't really matter. You call up and as order. As um, just form. send me a pizza. I don't care I what's on it. Get it here now. <laughs> yeah, I want to do that one time because I know I want to know what they come up with. I'm like, I want a pizza, and they're like, What do you want? And I says, I don't know. Put stuff Surprise on it. It's me. ten bucks. Just make it something. <laughs> yeah, you've got ten bucks to work with. You're gonna get like no, a plain pizza with no anything. cheese on it. Like yesterday, I was I ordered pizza, and I'm like, I'll just oh, add okay. this, 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 and this, and you know, that's still 10 bucks. Okay. All right. Uh, Robert needs to take off. I want to thank you for sticking with us for the first part of our show. Um, it's been fun to have you on. Thank you for sharing info about your game. Everybody can go and find it now on uh, on Xbox Live Indie, right? How do they get there on the Xbox? People need a well, map to either... find these things, right? <laughs> 
Well, you can either go on the website and just select Indie Games, and it should be right at the top under Best Rated. Okay. Or you can go on your Xbox 360, you pick Games Marketplace, and then select Indie Games, and it should be right there in New Releases or Top Rated. All right. Well, thank you very and much for being on. Thanks for having me. Oh. And if I had we'll have to do this some other time. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and we'll look forward to continuing to harass you on our forums. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enjoy the Talk to you later. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Well, that was nice. Hey, you know, what, you know what they say. Any publicity is good publicity. That's right. That's right. He's going to get like five more downloads because he was on the show. <laughs> Man, well, no, I, I meant with the four. I feel bad that our show is so freaking slow. I couldn't even get him past the feedback section. Yeah, well, you shouldn't chuck a full of feedback because you can't find any news. Well, like, I couldn't find any news, though. All right. Nathan Mustafa <laughs> writes in, Dear RPG cast, I know that Chaos Rings, the Square Enix RPG on the iPhone, will likely be be discussed as Chris or Manny's pick of the week. Um, it won't because neither of us got it. But I wanted no. to field a broader question about it. Do you think that Chaos Rings will push other developers to make more console-quality games for the iPhone instead of porting existing titles like Plants vs. Zombies or Chinatown Wars or shamelessly ripping off existing franchises like Gameloft? Um, more specifically, do you think that we will see more RPGs of this caliber hitting the App Store anytime soon? Furthermore, what do you think of the chances of us seeing a Final Fantasy VI remake in the vein of DS titles launching in the, in the iPhone? With the success of Chaos Rings, I think things are heading in that direction. I hope that Chaos Rings becomes um, the rule and not the exception, but I doubt any other publisher will put in the investment that Square has for another iPhone RPG. As for its quality as a game, I wish it had learned a bit more from thirteen with restartable battles, but I am pleased with it so far. So, All right, that's like 20,000 questions. Yeah, let me Where rip do down start? those questions for you. Um, do you think that more developers are going to put out more console-quality games instead of just ports of existing titles or ripping off existing franchises? Um, the possibility is greater now that the iPad is out. Yeah. I mean, you can... if you're, As you see, starting the store, uh, Massive Mirror's Edge... Uh, the new Command and Conquer, HD but versions of Plants vs. Zombie, and a lot of, of these games are All of those are ports. All... all of those are ports, yeah. All right. Well, you're going to have to deal with ports, like it or not. But the, the good thing is that a lot of those games are priced higher. They're like twelve ninety nine and up. Now. Wait, why is that, and that good? Seems to be... Well, that seemed to be the big barrier was this race to the bottom on the App Store. Everyone was okay. racing to get down to $0.99. Cents, I think and... we'll see another race, honestly. You really think I think Chaos Rings is going to stay at twelve ninety nine for a long time? Oh, I I don't expect Square Enix to participate in the race. I just expect there to be a race, and Square will be on the side like, "Hi." Oh, well, not hi. the iPads. Anything Chaos Rings? I mean, well, it's going to take a big name publisher to do this. I mean, it's not going to. It's going to be like Capcom. It's going to be Namco. It's going to be. All the people uh, yeah, are supporting the iPhone right now. I, I agree. The big publishers are going to be more likely to keep their big games high. Like, even on the iPhone, Scrabble is still at least $5 um, from right. EA. And that, you know, they're competing games for a dollar or two. Um, but I think all the innovation on these platforms seems to come from the independent developers, and those are the ones that drop their prices the quickest. And the And because they're... It's what's more of a volume kind of market. I mean, it seems like they're not going to want to invest a lot of time or a lot of effort into making these big budget console quality games like he's talking about. I'm confused whether we're saying yes or no. We're saying a little bit of both. I'm saying somewhere in between, half no, maybe. I'm saying I'm there, saying no. I'm saying both. I'm saying there will be more console quality <clears throat> games, and there will. But still there won't be... have the innovation that we're talking about from that usually stems from the App Store. 
Oh, is that what I'm saying? Well, because you said that the the people who are innovating the most are the are the ones who need to race to the bottom. Yeah, to well, with the, yeah, I I think the innovative ones are the ones that that race to the bottom, but the console quality ones are going to be more traditional games, and, and a lot of it's going to feel very similar to a console game, but it might be original like this. I think there's a better chance of having an original title as far as concept and not appearing on another platform, but I don't think it'll have very original mechanics necessarily. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. This game is as traditional as it gets it's just they didn't mess up the virtual control i mean the touch controls at all um unless you know if the race to the bottom really goes down just like it did uh that's just going to be so risky for them to try to do because it takes so much effort to put a console quality game out um that doesn't a port that's why you have ports because it's a lot safer and a lot less expensive i don't know just thinking about we had um you know we had robert boyd on here And one of the things he said was, you know, we want the game out cheap, yep, so people get to recognize us. Because and I think you're just going to continue on a platform like the iPhone with that cheap store. Yeah, Yeah, you have to play it cheap until you get the recognition of being Square Enix or something like that, and then we'll see. But I don't think we've reached that point in the Apple iOS development that we can see people just starting to throw out fifteen, twenty dollar games and people going, "Oh yeah, I'm just going to go buy that." I did yeah, that with a shop to... on there. Um, Cave actually released their first U.S. domestic release game. Um, it's a shoot 'em up called Escaluda 2. And all of us who are fans of that genre know Cave's name, and $15 for that game was a no-brainer for us, especially considering right. the alternative is importing the 360 version for over $60. Woo! <laughs> this is like, so oh, that's what it comes deal. down to is this. How big is your name, and how, yes. how much can you stand off from the crowd? It really does. It's, it's funny though. I mean, all these big games—they really oh, it's aren't. It's only nine dollars. I'm wrong. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. I don't really see that. You're right though. I don't see a lot of big innovation in the, in these areas. I mean, it just seems like how can we do what we did on the console with the touchscreen and not make it suck? Is like seems to be like the only concern. Well, it's it's so early. I mean, they, the Square Enix did the Final Fantasy games, and they you know changed the interface just to use it on a touchscreen. You're right you're though. I see mean, a lot of people at adaptations with that. I mean, you're absolutely right. It's still very early. It's just the way that the store exploded. It makes everyone treat this thing like it's this old, mature platform. And it's not. Exactly. So, I mean, it's true. <sighs> I mean, I, it's, for this, I mean, I'm t- wow. thinking about this thing. I'm comparing it to an iPod. I mean, I'm comparing it to a DS, and I'm comparing it to a PSP. And it just, My goodness. It's just not quite Have you there. guys looked at the ratings for Chaos Rings? It's, no. it's a solid five star with like 300 ratings. That's unheard you of on the, the reviews. on the iPhone I mean, store. Wait, wait. I found I a one-star. I found a one-star rating. Here it is. Okay, 12.99! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Come on, Square. What kind of... Um, I can't say that. Is this? Yeah, the game is good, but not worth 12.99. It doesn't offer you anything except for D-pad. Who the whatever wants to play, pay twelve ninety nine for D-pad innovation, you are charging this outrageous price only because you are Square. Had any other developer... Um, pooped this subpar game out it wouldn't be more than five <laughs> what are you guys smoking over in that studio whatever it is stop and give us games that are worth that are going to be worth 1200 if your game if you're gonna charge 1200 1200 1200 pennies you know yeah, he didn't punctuate his 12 dollars. it's actually 13 dollars. that's the only it, negative yeah. review i found wait there's another one yeah. pissed had problems downloading so okay so he had problems downloading oh i found one three I star people leave reviews like that like it's their fault oh there's so many freaking five star reviews here it's it's unending it's a sea of five star reviews you don't see that on any iphone game 
So apparently it's pretty good. Why haven't you picked it up yet? I'm buying it right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah, I'm my, I almost said my password as I was typing it in. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've seen it. No, kidding. No, you haven't seen this password. You saw a different That's password. <laughs> I should change that password. Apparently I, I do. can't spell chaos. So. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I just sent it to the developers. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate you doing that for me. <laughs> Chris, would you mind if we went right straight into our Chaos Rings talk? Since um, we're talking about Chaos Yeah, Rings. let's go ahead. Um, Anna, you had a—I mean, you had been following this on several message forums, right? All the the hype and the buzzer surrounding the game. Anna <laughs> left. She disappeared. <laughs> Great, perfect segue. She's only here to talk to the people. <laughs> Anna, unmute yourself. No, nope, that didn't work either. She All right, <laughs> oh, well. let's keep on buying the game. Never mind. We're talking about doing it live right here. Uh, what were the other questions? Furthermore, with do we think there's a chance of a scene as like a Final Fantasy VI remake in the vein of the DS titles launching on the iPhone? You I'm not what sure I what he means like so... that. Does he mean actually Final Fantasy VI or like a Final Fantasy VI style remake? As you in, know, like it's going to be very interesting. We're going to have to wait till after E3 because um, right now the iPod Touch is still very comparable to a PSP and better than a DS, right? But all but and within like. What two months? All our handheld consoles are going to make a big jump forward. Yeah, and and but I think the iPhone is too, though. I think the four G well, iPhone is going to be crazy. It's true. I mean, crazy. the iPhone will eventually catch up because they get a big power upgrade every single year. Well, we know they're getting a better, a bigger resolution screen because the 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 prototype unit leaked out, and um, right. we just don't know about the processing capabilities. <clears throat> Luke, but there's a good chance. I'm sorry. Well, it's yeah, not, I yeah. didn't mean. Well, it was stolen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay. it was stolen from a guy in a bar. Um, but uh, the the processor, I wouldn't be surprised to see it be the same one in the iPad. Mm. Though I do worry about the battery still, life if that's the case. Is, so, hmm. is the iPad as powerful as the Nexus One? More powerful. It should be more powerful. It's, more it's, a, it's a gigahertz chip with integrated graphics. Well, that's what the Nexus One was. Yeah. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you something. I mean, it should be interesting. What I could expect to see like a Final Fantasy VI remake on a 3DS. Then maybe have that ported over later to an iPod. I uh, so just leave six alone. Well, I, no, don't leave six alone. But I mean, uh, I could yeah, see leave a six port. alone. I, I mean, four got so many alone. remakes. It was like it, it's they just started really messing with it. I, I'd rather just leave six the way it was. Mm, okay. It was okay the first time. We're like, oh, we're just gonna add a couple extra dungeons and let you go to like eighty-five really easily. There's a whole other thing to go. We're gonna change the entire put the augment system in and you know just make it really hard oh okay right. thanks hold on you're buzzing a lot right now i better fix that all right buzzing resolved no more but you're not buzzed anymore Sorry, I listeners. do like he capitalized the A in final. That's really cool. Oh, you're reading reviews, aren't you? You got to catch people up. They couldn't hear you when you started. Re- oh, reading yeah, I was reading. Um, <laughs> I was reading these these glorious Chaos Ring reviews. Thank you, Square. This game is why I like RPG games. This is way better than Final with a capital A. Fantasy Thirteen, another five star review. You know, I can't imagine Final Fantasy Six coming to the iPhone first. I mean, this is like the big darling, right? And those. And their DS Final Fantasy games have done so well. I would imagine they give it like a big DS treatment. I don't think they're going to do a remake of it, honestly. I think they're too busy with their games. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it, it would have to be farmed out, just like Fours was. So, here we go. It reminds me of Mario RPG. This game is amazing! Exclamation! Exclamation! Very well made. Fits a gamer. Well worth the money. Highly recommend. Twelve ninety nine only should be worth more. Yeah. Or well, you'd be you'd be paying thirty bucks on a PSP for a <clears> game <throat> like this. Do you know anyway. how? Does anyone know how long it is? I don't know. Oh. Does it matter? It's a portable game. It doesn't need to be long. Oh, I don't know. If it's only like five hours. All right. Oh, this, we, we've been talking about this letter for too long. Let's get on to Hifikezi's letter. He says... I didn't think we got to all his questions. Um, uh, we got to enough of them, didn't we? <laughs> I just think that wait, wait two months. Eat, I mean, the, the handheld game market is going to change drastically when the PSP and 3DS I, yeah, get announced. He's asking if there's going to be more RPGs like this hitting the App Store anytime soon. I can't predict oh, yeah. that. I, I think there will be, but soon is, is hard to say. Square Enix is not going to stop. And people yeah. are going to be seeing the success that Square Enix has. Uh, in well, my concern is that other than Square Enix, who's going to do this level of investment? Now, Hudson tried to I do think one. Namco, but, uh, I think it's going to take a bit. Like, maybe Namco could do a Tails. But the, I don't think they're that forward. They, but the, it's well, going to have to the, be somewhat big. The, yeah. This is also the problem. How big is it in Japan? I don't know. I didn't see a lot of iPhones in Japan, but they you know were still really doing it. Did you budget. see a lot of iPhones in Japan? I did not see a lot of iPhones. In fact, people were I, I, people were impressed that I had an Apple. Oh, yeah. Apple! Yes, Apple. So That's you know, they call it the iPhone. Like... They call it the Apple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I could see EA doing a big budget RPG. Like, uh, mm-hmm. do you remember Dragon Age Journeys, the Flash game? Yes, I do. I, I can easily see that fitting on the iPad on the iPad pretty perfectly. If it wasn't Flash. Yeah, it was. If it wasn't Flash, it could go on the Oh, iPad. right, right. <laughs> it needs to be remade, yeah. All right. Yeah, does EA own a MacBook? That might be a problem. Do they own a MacBook? <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's Chaos Ring's opening cinema. I got it downloaded finally. Let's see. Come on. All right, I'm going to catch you on the stream. Let me see what it looks like. This no, is why I, we... I, I can't broadcast this. Oh. It says... Please touch. There's no opening cinematic. Come on, give me a cinematic. Um, I play Chaos Ring. Go. Um, who should I pick? I've got a choice of Escher or Aluka. Pick the brown people. All right, Aluka. <laughs> He's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Begin. That music is way loud, dude. Oh. Yeah, we're drowning up here. Oh, here's a cinema thing, kind of, sort of, sort of. Yeah, maybe I'll buy it this weekend. I should buy. There's it. a lot of clouds. I'm looking at it upside down to get the mic pointed at my mic, but let's see. Oh, there, there, are trees, like palm trees, a sun, which seems to be hanging in the sky ahead of the clouds, which doesn't make sense. All right. Oh, there's an eclipse. Oh my gosh, an eclipse. A total eclipse of the heart. A total eclipse of the sun. Oh. A total eclipse. Oh, I shouldn't ho- be looking at the eclipse directly like this. Oh. Chaos rings daybreak. Um, it's a really pixely eclipse. So far, this is a five-star experience, I think. Totally. There's been a, a total eclipse of the heart and pixels. Oh. Why do you ask me? It, okay, there's no good cinema here. I, I give up. I was hoping there'd be some awesome cinema. It's a square game, right? No CG. What the heck? I give up. They couldn't get it working in Flash. Four stars. I didn't get an opening cinema. That's how it works. No? Not with me on that one? Can't hear me? Cricket, cricket. 
Craig, Craig, oh no, we Craig, we can hear you. It's just no, Stony I don't agree. Just say, well, does it say that? <laughs> I said no three times. What do you want? No, It'll just beat me over the head with it. You know, it's funny. I mean, I should have been the first person in line to buy this since I've been championing the iPod Touch for so long. I know what the heck. Um, the price point sort of just—it's a mental block. It put me off a bit. Twelve ninety-nine. You should buy this, and then you should go buy Escaluda Two for eight ninety-nine. Best, best freaking game ever. Uh, I mean, I'll be. I mean, Favorite when I see game these on the games, phone. it's Man, because um. I follow what's it called, App Shopper, and all of these apps following yeah. sites, and I always get burned. I buy a game when, as soon as it comes out, two weeks later, there's a sale, there's a price drop. Well, of course, these two that I'm talking about probably not going to be having that happening. Really, because as soon as uh, Cash Rings came out, there was a, a gigantic Square Enix sale on Everything all their other titles. Just wait until the next Square Enix game comes out, then this will be off. This will be like eight dollars. Are so. any of those titles worth getting? Should I get any of those now that there's a sale? Um, Hills and River. Nah, I have no. that. It's crap. Yeah. Did you try Song Summoner yet? Um, I have that already. I tried it. And it's okay. Final Fantasy one or two? Don't care. Ah, uh, now that I'm, should I get one of those? They're uh, they're like three dollars off. Two or three dollars uh, off. I do. Wa- I will warn you though that the games are much slower paced than before because you actually have to physically tap on each enemy you want to attack every uh, single time no. you get into a random battle. Unsold. Next. Next letter. Yeah, so. <laughs> Hiffy Kezzy writes in, let me add to the recommendation of Class of Heroes to you then by mentioning that you could potentially create an entire team of cat people as you seem to enjoy those. He's talking to you, Michael. I know. I love cat I think people. I'm in the exact position you are gaming-wise, doing some occasional optional leveling in Chapter 13, uh, talking about Final Fantasy 13, and playing Strange Journey while playing playoffs, while watching playoffs in baseball and find that handheld dungeon crawlers really have a great pace for playing while watching baseball in particular. Class of Heroes was that game for me last season. I can also sympathize with the amount of time pauses man spent in character creation. I spent a lot of time re-rolling stats and also ended up creating two separate parties because I wanted to experience a lot of different classes and races. Name one team after West Coast rappers and the other team after East Coast rappers. And getting the most appropriate name for each of the characters was something I spent way more time on than was reasonable. That is awesome. You know, one day I hope there's a game that's just called Character Creator the Game. Character Creator the Game. Because <laughs> it seems like that seems that's like the part I enjoy the most. And then like, you like um, post it online and like it, it makes a little flash applet that you can embed somewhere and you click on it and like it introduces all the people on your squad with all the little in jokes you made and stuff, maybe. I wish. That'd you should see awesome. my shepherd. <laughs> yeah, you should see my shepherd and he gets introduced <laughs> it's like a all theatric introduction. You want to date my shepherd? Is that what it is? Hotter do not you want to date my Jane Shepard? We, we should have an official spinoff site. It's hot or not for uh, avatar or avatars. Game avatars. Is my wild guy hot or not? Nice. Like, wow, wow, that would be not. pretty funny. There you go. Oh, uh, Anna back yet? No. Moving on. New releases next week. No, near? no, 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 no. What? 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 I want to interrupt. What? I want to interrupt. News? You have breaking news? I do. That's the breaking news news. Okay, does anybody know the site I am 8-Bit? Yes. Okay, they've sent an email out. Apparently they had a Street Fighter 4 event uh, last night. Ugh, dude, don't even talk about this. I'm so pissed. What? I was at so that they... crappy event. Oh, you were. I... Oh, see, if I go to iam8bit.com, it just wants an email. I don't get it. Anyway, go on, Mist. I don't want to care your story. Okay, so... Wait, I am 8-Bit about... is an art event, Michael. Can I finish are or you, what? Are you sure you're talking about the right right site? Uh, Can I finish? Can I finish? I have a thought to make. Can I finish? I'm confused. 
I am uh, eight bit.com. Yeah, the art exhibit site. I am eight bit.com. It's just a mailing list sign up for art exhibits, I thought. For art exhibits, anyway. Yeah, it's um, 8 bit art inspired art. So, Manny, since you were there, maybe you know the answer. All right, what's up? So, they had an event and they had what, like 2,000 people there? Mm-hmm. And they've sent out an email. Because right before the event end, most of their equipment was stolen. Hmm. So they sent out this email hoping someone can find it. Their MacBook Pro was stolen, their HD cameras, and all their SD cards. The problem is now they have no footage for the event. So they sent mm-hmm. out this email. And they want people, if you know anything about you know what happened to it or anything, they just want the stuff back. They're not looking to get anyone in trouble. So I just wanted to put that out there. If you know anything, try to contact them as soon as you can. I'm, I'm actually kind of laughing. How do you laughing, contact like, a good. site whose only feedback is a submission to they get do on have the mailing an email. list? No, what they have their, an email. What is their email so address? So john at iam8bit.com. Okay. With, a, with an 8. Not, don't spell it out. With a, with a number 8. iam8bit.com. Yep. You know, I wish some of the staffer stuff were stolen instead. I'd be laughing my ass off. What do you mean the staffer? You know what happened? This terrible event okay, last night. Okay, tell me about this terrible event and why it terrible inspired event. someone I'm to so steal pissed. stuff. <laughs> it's like okay so they overbooked the event by way too much right okay so where did Apparently, it take place where did it take place um somewhere off way off the edge of, gla- of <laughs> you uh, don't even uh, remember <laughs> it's on the edge of la wild it's party he can't remember edge of it was LA. a warehouse is this like okay this is a street fighter event right glendale glendale is this yeah. a super street fighter event yes, the super street fighter Club. 4 okay and so did it take place at one of those clubs or is this a it different was like a location? warehouse it's like some studio it was a oh so this is like capcom does they just find an empty spot and they make an event yeah like it. in the most inconvenient place in los angeles okay. yeah okay okay is it like a bad place like a bad part of town well it's not that let me just let me give you the bad part let me just tell you the bad all right is um apparently people were already lining up at 10 a.m for this wow. event to start at 8 p.m and there was there? already 100 people in line and 100 people in line already by like 11 and they, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, marshals, the fire marshal goes to every building and all these big public venues, and they tell you what the maximum capacity is of every building, right? Mm-hmm. So they knew well in advance how many people would fit in there. And instead of telling the people, like the like the, it it was pretty clear, and like by maybe six or like five o'clock, that most of those people would not be getting it. Right. So instead of having one staffer come outside and say, all right, and maybe count a few heads and say, all right, clearly we, this place only fits 300 people and we have 500. We should cut off the line here and tell everyone else to go home so they don't have to stand in line for three or four hours waiting to get in only to be mm-hmm. told they can't get in later. Right. And guess what happened to me? And all they did was they used that line as, a PR, as part of their PR marketing campaign where they would have a guy with a – with a camera and they would have some people with uh, live streaming equipment and they would just go through the line and get everyone to say something and just they were just using all those people as PR even though all those people in the back of the line had no chance in hell of ever getting in even right. though many of us were waiting in line for instance like maybe three or four hours all right so what sh- so what I'm hearing now is that Manny has a blacklist and now on that blacklist um, Sega's been on it for a couple weeks now <laughs> and now Capcom <laughs> is getting on it no, 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 no. I think Cap- – wasn't Capcom already on it for not getting you to the – Oh, market? and they snubbed me. They snubbed me. In a, I just, I'm, what? You know, I'm just mad though. It's because seriously, if they knew from 10 a.m. that there was already well over 100 people going to be there and by like 1 o'clock there's already 300 and only 300 could fit inside the building, tell everyone else to go home. Don't let them stand in line for four or five hours. Yeah, that's stupid. 
So yeah, I'm I'm very angry. It took me seven hours. It was like the whole trip was like seven hours. I had to go on a bus. It took me like three hours to get there, three hours to get back. It was. Oh, they say so, so. You say only three hundred people could get in, because they say two thousand people showed up. Two thousand people. Where do they? So they yeah, well, they 17? cut off the line pretty quickly. That's pretty sad. That's what I'm saying. Why don't you say, all right? Obviously, we can't fit two thousand people inside. The other thousand can go home. Where did they say that, Michael? In their email of lost equipment. 2,000? They also have pictures of people just, you know, like he said, like it's a PR thing. They had yeah. people just sitting there in line waiting. They, wait, they have yeah. pictures in their I feel emails? used. I'm angry. I'm bitter. It's like, they they have hey, great. in line so I could be part of your PR campaign. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, well, you know, big surprise, Manny. That's what all these things are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to disillusion you. They're not really there to make you happy. They're there to try and market their games to make money. Kind of All sucks. the same. I know, I know. Yeah, I'm sure last time you spend three hours investing in a Capcom event. <laughs> or six hours. You can just imagine, though. It's just like that feeling is like, okay, great. Thank you for making me come all the way out here and stand in line. You could have just told us, hey, don't, don't even bother. Well, you Go only home. waited an hour, it sounds like. No, no, no. Oh. I waited for like a good long while. Okay. That sucks. You yeah. should have, like, peed on them on their wall or something. The worst part is I wouldn't be so angry if, if it wasn't for the guy who came out to tell us. It was, like, some hipster in a Street Fighter shirt with <laughs> was staffer came out. And he had this, like, this smile on his face the whole time, like, Sorry, guys. You're not going to fit inside. <laughs> oh, I just want to kick his ass. <laughs> Do some real street fighting. See, that's what you should have done. Did real street fighting outside. I you don't want to let us in. We're going to do real street fighting, and let's think about the the uh, publicity your game's going to get for that. Capcom game invites children to violence, <laughs> real life violence. This this today on Fox News. That'd be awesome. All right, all right. I know this was not supposed to be the gripe cast. No, I I, <laughs> I I like hearing about that sort of thing. You were on the scene and you heard about a video game world controversy. I like hearing that. All right. Yeah. Um. I wonder if Anna's going to talk again. No, she's just going to type to me. Hi. I mean, (laughs) she's been typing here like, I'm back. I had to talk to my mommy. (laughs) No, no, I didn't have to talk to my mom. I had to talk to my nan. What is your nan? I don't even know. My mother's mother. Oh, your grandma. All right. Grandmother. It's too many syllables in Canada. You just have to Right, right, right. No, I'm sorry. It's cold. They have to be efficient. All right. So, Nier is coming out next week. Anyone picking that up? Waiting to see how it reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, is it near the stalt, or is it just released as near here? It's just released as near. Um, okay. They decided the older uh, gestalt was the one that we would understand, so that's yeah, what we get. Okay. So we just get all right. Got it. Who's the re- who's doing the review on our site? Is it even an RPG? Why are we covering near? We cover it, but it's a not spiritual even sequel to Drakengard. Yeah. Which Didn't is anybody did anybody it. like Drakengard? Billy. You know, the only thing I remember uh, about Dragon right. Dragoon is apparently there was like an incest scene in one of them. That's uh, all I remember. Dragon Dragoon. <laughs> that's all you have to remember. <laughs> that's all I remember. Uh, that's bad. <sighs> wow. But anyway, we'll see how it goes. If it doesn't have to be an RPG, we'll just magically forget it. Okay. 
Uh, Near has no reviewer specifically assigned to it as of yet. All right. The other game coming out, Record of Agrest War. This is also the one with the sex, the sexual imaging in all of its advertising. Sausage. And the sausage and all this other stuff. It looks like a disgusting piece of crap game. So Michael's been very excited this week to pre-order it. <laughs> I knew you would bring that up. How did I know you would bring that up? Yes, I, I, You pre-ordered it to get the boob mouse pad, all right? No, I have to bring I that up. didn't. That's, that's why you're getting that game. Okay. In, case you, in, in case you guys don't All right. know. There's also a cat girl in it. Got it. Yeah. No, it was... I, I posted this on my Twitter. I'm like, so which one do I get? Do I get the PS3, which, you know, people are talking about with the free DLC and all that, or do I get the one with the weird stuff? Because I like weird stuff, and I can make this weird collection that nobody can ever touch. So I decided to go with the weird collection because I couldn't find any confirmation there was going to be DLC. So that's what I went with. Yeah, so I pre-ordered the, what's it called? And really, Extreme it's going to be a terrible game anyway. Why do you need DLC? Like more I don't games? think it's going to be a terrible game. Right. As I pointed I like out on Twitter. I like Ah, whatever. What? Tom and I are interested in playing it. Actually playing the game, not just oogling the anime fangirl oh, I'm sure crap. It'll be great. I'm sure it'll be great. And hey, yeah, the, the, I don't know if she's a cat girl or a fox girl. It's kind of hard to tell. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're gonna be you're gonna be picking that up and your boob mouse pad. It'll arrive on the thirtieth from Amazon. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I will have you know maybe some uh, impressions next week. Maybe some impressions next week. Well, I don't know how much time I'm gonna get because it's the thirtieth. I was hoping to get it like on the twenty seventh, but the thirtieth is kind of late. So we'll see. And by the way, you are so using that mouse pad. Don't deny it. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. If you Where am I going to use that pad, mouse pad? I don't have a mouse. On your desktop, you have a mouse. Oh, I'd never use it on my you, desktop. You, <laughs> well, you could. It's when you shut the door. And you can, you can, no. cu- you can cuddle I... up with your mouse pad and be happy while you're eating your, your frozen Thin Mints. Oh, come on. Everybody knows that if you're really going to cut up with anything, you're going to get a nice-shaped pillow. Oh, not a body pillow. <laughs> it's, like that, it's like that 30 Rock episode again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Me and Kimiko. Oh, that was hilarious. Oh, goodness. Uh, so, Anna, um, we talked about Cross Edge earlier. Did you... Uh, Cross Edge? I love Cross Edge. Chaos Rings? Yeah, sorry. Chaos Rings. Cross Edge is how crappy this <laughs> Cross game... Cross Edge is how the Twitter yeah, that's thing how Agorist War is going to turn into. It's going to be the next Cross Edge. It is Michael's not. Gonna be sad. It's not yeah, nothing can be it. as bad as Cross Edge. <laughs> yeah, I bet you record of Agorist War can. All right, Anna, you you played Chaos Rings, or you, you had some info on Chaos Rings for us, so why don't we it's touch just, on that before we move It's really on. interesting because I've been watching sort of a couple... Uh, I watch a bunch of RPG communities, mm-hmm. and it's just interesting because a lot of people have been discussing Chaos Reigns, and it's it seems to be a pretty even split between I don't have an iPad and I don't want to pay $13. Well, it's an iPhone game, but all right. Sorry. Oh, there is going to be an iPad version, HD, they just yeah. announced that. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, Manny, I should have waited Manny, and bought that one. Awesome to announce it after he bought it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> because I know they're just gonna—they're gonna charge a separate price for it. I'm sure it's yep. gonna be fourteen ninety nine, or maybe Why even nine dollars. Right Why is the separate do... pricing for games? Well, you people, you can—you could do a, a unified binary if you wanted to. 
They're yeah, like Square Enix. Yeah, yeah, like Square Enix. Thanks, Manny. Really Thanks, Manny. You are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'm just a hipster. <laughs> oh, You're awful. not going to... I'm going to send you to another Capcom event and make sure you get denied to go into that one, too. I'm going to say you got a guaranteed invite and you're going to wait so around far, all day. So talking about. Well, all right, so now two companies who hate us, Capcom and Ignition. Wait, so what did, we, what did we learn about with the Chaos Rings? There's people who want to buy it and they don't have the thing to play it on. So where's the Or insight? they don't want to pay $13. Yeah. It seems like the people that would no, be okay Is there anything that's like not, that isn't like we could have predicted this three months ago that came out of these discussions? Like I mean, we knew people were going to say that some people wouldn't have the device. Everyone's going to think thirteen dollars is too much. But like, what's what's the interesting stuff? See, it's it's odd. I don't that no know. one seems to be saying they've bought it. Ah, well, Rich just bought it. We, I just bought it. Well, we looked through the App Store <laughs> reviews while you were gone, and like it has like over two hundred five star reviews, which is like unheard of. Interesting. Yeah, it, like it actually is ranking at five stars, which is hard to do when you have that many reviews. So, do you the think people it's the who Facebook crowd? Who are buying this one? I mean, the, the kind Facebook of people who, uh, yeah, yeah, because they have a huge uh, Facebook fan page, Square Enix DLG. I suppose that's possible, yeah. And so maybe um, as time goes on, the review amount will go lower as people outside of this early adoption crowd get try it out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is the thing is, you know, you get people that download it and then basically immediately give it five stars. Yeah. No, or they true. play it for 30 yeah. minutes, and it's like, this is so awesome, and they give it five stars. I, still, how, how do I don't rate see something? this often with 200 reviews with five stars. It just doesn't happen. So, you know, that's the interesting about the, the, I delete about the them, iPhone like, platform. Well, they're actually getting rid of that, Michael, because of that complaint. Because oh. the, the developers are like, this is skewing our reviews. The only time people are getting asked to review it usually is when they delete it. So, <laughs> so of course, they're deleting not going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> So, of course, I hate it. Uh, we'd rather star. make them go to the store, right? Yeah. Right. Anyway, you know, that's the other thing about the iPhone platform is that um, I, 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 I saw a lot of reviews, and it seems like people are mainly reviewing the fact that, it, hey, it works. Hey, it's pretty. Hey, the story looks cool. I mean, it seems like the kind of stuff that we do is we look like deeper looks later on, like, how did this story affect me a little bit? Was it impactful? How did the gameplay mechanics hold up over time? And it seems like more like a sort of a quick hit review. So like, as far as like the people who own iPhones, like their expectations uh-huh. for games have been so lowered that they're seeing <laughs> this and like, this is amazing. We don't get this Oh my much. God, it's a real right. game. Five stars. So now the rest of us who are used to playing real games have to take a look at it and evaluate it critically to see if it's actually a good real game or just a fancy looking real game. <laughs> You're absolutely Anna, right, man. Did you hear how long the game is at all? No, uh, Annie, Anna, no. Anna, Annie, and uh, Andy, Andy, Anak. What's your the name? Heck your name is. <laughs> um, no, I'm because everyone her. that I'm seeing talking about it is not buying it. All right. Thank you, Anna Terasu. Now coming up, um, another game from Manny's favorite company has been announced to be coming to North America. That's right, Okami Den. Okami Den. <laughs> Okami Den. All right, that out. dog is so cute. Capcom has <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chibi Terasu. <laughs> Chibi Terasu. Capcom all is forgiven. Yeah, all is forgiven because it's Except that it's taking a freaking year. Sometimes it's 2011. Again. 2011 before we get that here. But Come at least on, how much tech can be in this game? And we don't know when in 2011. Um, did you play the first Alchemy? Fair. Yeah, a lot of text. <laughs> <laughs> what, just because it's a text-heavy 60-hour adventure RPG? What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. All right. Um, other games that uh, 
are ready to underwhelm you. Konami has announced Puzzle Art. Puzzle Chronicles is coming out on the 360, the PS. No, 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 no. no. They haven't announced. It's, it's out. Well, it it's says out. in the story, it says they've announced that it's officially out. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was reading the story. Sorry. Um, it's the best poorly. PRPG PRG ever. So there's a typo in the press release. I hear. I don't know. So, uh-huh. the, so th- is this game any good? No. No. All right, oh. so the good part here, then, is that instead of paying 30 bucks for your to play it on your DS or PSP, um, you can now just play 10 bucks to play it on Xbox Live or PSN or, or your, your Windows PC. Which confuses me, because there's a bunch of graphical and play upgrades in the Xbox, PlayStation, PC version. So you are paying a third of the price for a better game. Oh, I, I can agree. I can tell you why, because it's coming out on Xbox Live Arcade, and a $30 game on Xbox Live Arcade is not going to sell. And on PSN, you're going to do an arcade game like this on PSN, yeah, they're going to say, 30 bucks? Yeah. Missing no the point. Okay. $30 for a crappier version. Yeah. Don't buy it on those games. Yeah, well, yes. on those systems. By the way, on Steam right now, it's a dollar off, so eight ninety nine. It's eight ninety nine. yeah. Is it good? No. Is it worth eight bucks? I mean, come on. What is the cutoff? Well, is it worth nine dollars? I, I don't know. I I want to finish it this week. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Do you enjoy it at all? Does it give you any of the good feelings? Yeah, you got from like Quest? I like it. It's a puzzle game. I like puzzle games. So generically, I like it. But at the same time, I can you know right. point. Go, is it like? Do you like this it like Gyromancer? Do you like it like Puzzle Quest? I like it like Gyromancer. Yeah. So oh, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, how about, here's another one, like Galactrix? I like it better than Galactrix. Okay. Oh, because I liked Galactrix. I just thought the one... Me? No. Hard. No, Michael liked Galactrix. I have a half view for Galactrix. It's like a one and a half out of five. Nice. Hmm. But you like Gyromancer, which I just can't get... I like yeah, so How can you like Gyromancer and not Galactrix? <laughs> I like them about equally, as in they're both nowhere near as good as Puzzle Quest, and they're they're okay enough, but there are other things I could play that are worth my time more. To me, Galactrix uh, was steaming pile of poo. Gyromancer was just good idea, bad function. What are you talking about? Hmm. Okay. I'd probably reassign those. Well, maybe not directly. All right. So there's Puzzle Chronicles. I hope you're excited, listeners. <laughs> Go try it out. Sign it up for the Steam beta so you get that nice, pretty new UI and, 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 and go get it on Steam. Um, maybe not. Maybe save your money. And, Where do uh, I do that? I want a beta. You know how you could save your, what, the Steam beta? You just go into yeah. your profile and say, opt me into the beta. Ooh, ooh yeah. I'm going to go do yeah, that. Yeah, it's free. You just do it whenever you want. Yeah, and the Mac client should be coming out on pretty soon, so I'll see you guys there. Yeah, uh, apparently like the beta goes final this next week. So you can get and the Mac one soon weekend. thereafter. Yeah, yep. So that looks cool. Oh, and Mac Client of StarCraft II is coming out next week, so I'll, I'll play you online, Chris. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Someone Another to person beat. that can beat Chris. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, now, Can't like wait. I said, uh, I was suggesting you save your money on a game, and there's fortunately been a release of a new game that you could do just that. So you go to www. i got to make sure this URL works before I say it. Confusing. <laughs> Lordofultima.com. Oh, the- 
What, what? Okay, what's going on here? Because you're like okay. the fourth person to mention this this week. Well, considering so you, the... we just talked about it last night with the Skype call you were on. Yeah. Right, so but I heard it. Ultima, no. This is a game was... out of the Ultima series, which has been like a very traditional MMO. This is a little bit more uh, strategy. It's strategy with RPG elements in the same way that Heroes of Gaia and a couple of other of these browser-based games are. Uh, Travian. All right. So, yeah, it's like a strategy game, Mike, but... Y- what you've built up stays around. No, yeah, I, it's a persistent world. So, and that, I, I that looked makes at this on cool. Wednesday because I was talking with someone, and she was like, "Yeah, I was just looking into this," and I'm like, "I was looking at the site, and I was like, yeah. why? Why are we looking into this?" She's like, "Because you know, we've already talked about how many games she's not playing," and I'm like, "You don't want to start a game like this because you'll still never get to the games you're not playing." Yeah, but you can play this wherever you are. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And, I mean, you don't have to dedicate a lot of time to it. Like, it has six building queues, which is the most building queues I've ever heard of in a game. Uh, so you just queue stuff up, do, 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 and then you go I play. Away. I play a very similar game on the iPad. Um, I have to pay for that game, but it's extraordinarily cheap. Um, like $13 for a year. I, I actually talked about it a couple weeks ago on the show. Um, but this is kind of similar to that, a little different. Different structure, different different layout, but the same sort of thing where you're building a city that sits around and other players can see it, interact with it, try to attack you, you can try to attack them. Um, in the game I've been playing, they can't take over your home city. I hope that's the, the case here because that would kind of suck if you got completely wiped out. Yeah, that's the way it is in most browser games. What, you can't take over the home city? Right. Right, okay, so good. And you can expand and build other cities, get more resource production, all that kind of good stuff. Um and there's just something about building up something that sticks around, unlike the other RTS games where, like, you, you feel like, I've got this hour and a half to try and do well. Oh, I sucked. I got a game over again. I'm dead. So I would worry more that, like, I get a busy week at work, and then I'm like, I come back, and all oh, my guys are dead on the ground. I'm like, oh, what happened? No, no, it's nothing like that. I mean, you might get attacked, and your resources will have been, like, drained a little, but um, most um, games are pretty reasonable. I'm not very good at these games. I'll just flat out say it. So I'm not rushing off to go play it. But I, like I said, last night was like the yep. fourth person who brought this game up to me this week. I'm like, did some huge announcement go out? Did you all just like, did it finally hit the... Well, the... it's Ultima. Yeah. Not All right. Intuitive. Sorry, you're not buzzing anymore. So, Michael, you were saying something about fourth person who's brought it up. Yeah, like I, uh, we had a couple of people at work, and then I was talking to this girl over AIM, and then the Skype call last night. I'm like, did it hit some sort of, uh, you know, event horizon where now it's everywhere and everybody's gonna see it all the time, or, or what? What what happened that now everybody's talking about this game this week? Well, didn't it just come out this week? Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it came out, Mike. <laughs> okay, because I looked at it and I was like, it seemed like it had been around for a while, but maybe I was just thinking of games like it. Yeah. Uh, 1UP had a story that it was announced on the, the 20th. Yeah, so. there's there's been some games like it, but this is different. Okay. And it's got a more well-known series attached to it. Yeah. So, And it's free. Um, what can you spend money on in this game? I Stuff to make checked. things go faster, probably. That's how it usually works. Probably. Um, but, so if I don't 
I mean, they're, uh, that's what I'm worried about. I'm going to get into it and then be yeah. like, oh, we'll I don't to know. The one stuff. I do, um, the only thing I paid was the subscription to play it. And like I said, it's super cheap subscription. And I don't pay any of the, the bonus items. And I find it to be very, very fun. I hope that's true here as well. Um, well, Ian doesn't seem to plan on buying anything. Yeah. So what's their, how do they make money? If, same, if, if, like every other vendors. Yeah, free, fr- like every other free-to-play game. Same, same, same philosophy. Someone's going to be buying money yeah, to kick your butt. Yeah, of course they will. Yeah, but it's not you, so it's okay. Yeah, that's the idea. Right. 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 Well, well you know, what's the worst thing that happens? You get to the point where, like, oh, I do feel like I need to play money to succeed here. I, I, and I'm then not, you decide if you want to. You or just not. close you the browser window and never play again if you don't like it. <laughs> I mean, that's easy. <laughs> Too simple. Too simple. All right. So there is Lord of Ultima. Go give it a try. It's free. Up right and... now. What? I'm signing up right now. Oh, okay, cool. Give I, this I, a was, shot. I was talking to the readers, not to you or the listeners. But... Yeah, I'm busy. Oops, that's We're not on my birthday. It's not. Because you need another game. All right. So, because Michael doesn't want to talk about this, let's talk about it while he's occupied. <laughs> so, Warner Brothers has bought out Turbine. Yes. And. It's, Makers uh, of Lord of the Rings Online. So now Warner and Brothers... D- and Dungeons and Dragons Online. Yeah, sure, that game too. Um, they have... Uh, DDO has actually been pretty darn successful since it went free-to-play. Oh, has it been? Yes. It's putting out reasonable numbers. Reasonable. Wow. It's they better than... Reasonable you numbers. Know, what do you call it? Uh <laughs> It's the first registration UI I've managed to fail at. Conan? It's Conan? not hemorrhaging money anymore. Okay. It's better than... Oh, okay. That's the money. That's the word I was looking for. Yes, he went from basically pure loss to pure profit. All right. So with this, Warner Brothers now has both the literary and movie rights to Lord of the Rings. On, uh, to Lord of the Rings. So that's kind of neat. Now they can yeah, completely make up... up anything they want to happen in the Lord of the Rings no, universe. No, no, no. <laughs> we... Not. Okay. I want to make this very, very clear. On no uncertain terms, does Warner Brothers own the IP to the Lord of the Rings? What? It will be and always shall be the Salzans Company. Right, but you have the rights to it. We have publishing rights and every freaking thing we have to do gets cleared by them. Okay. Well, you know, um, Lord of the Rings so Online cannot- seemed to somehow manage with the to mess with the lore a little bit. So. They accepted certain things. They're yeah. accepting certain things... What do you mean I'm already... Oh, this is an EA account. Yeah, you already have an EA account. Oh, well, crap. So just sign in with that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, (laughs) um, the other thing is they picked up Turbine's social networking platforms, which is interesting because I didn't know that Turbine had social networking. Yeah, neither did I. I hope it's better than social.bioware.com. Ooh. So yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what comes out of this. Uh, not that that's a relevant comment for me to have made, but, uh, Michael. Hi. Um, what is this about social networking? Do you know anything about that? I am unable to comment at this time. (laughs) Did you know Turbine had social networking? Yes. You did? Yes. Good for you. He's probably going to be working on some of the site stuff. I I assume so. (laughs) Um... He won't say, though. I have no comment. <laughs> I have no comment at this time. <laughs> Do you know... Well, you can only say stuff that was in the press release, and that's all here. They bought it. Now they have it. Good for them. You know, I, I will say this. If it was in the press release, 
They must have been pretty important. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? That's fair that enough. Means, okay. That means if they bothered to mention that they bought the social tools, it must have been a very important part of the negotiation. Yeah, I guess. So I guess we'll see more information about that shortly. That's better Because you know Warner Brothers has a crap load of MMOs we love to play with. Um, none? Also, exactly. um, <laughs> very, very short minor WoW news, 2010 Arena tournaments, you can sign up shortly. Oh, Anna, you're talking about WoW for too much. That's, That's like, that was, that was half minute. an hour of WoW discussion. That's I just know. too much. What can I say? <laughs> Leroy! I can't, I can't remember my EA login. <laughs> Shut Go up. look at your Bioware or your Mass Effect. I don't remember that one either because it's Anyways, safe. <laughs> so is that news for today? Go there and see what it autofills. Yeah, that's our news. You want to kick us off for uh, what you've been playing? Uh, <laughs> no, apparently not. What have I been playing this week? Wow. I feel like I've been playing something. World of important. Warcraft and a lot of it. Huh? You've been playing well, a lot of WoW. Oh, of course. I finally finished Tales of Monkey Island. Oh, good for you. The How ending was really good. Yes, it was. I've clicked how to take part in this beta four times, and I'm still not in the beta. <laughs> you then well, have to go beta. down the page and click nope. the little opt-in button and hit save. And it says get res- involved. I already have team install. Click to take part in the beta. Click. And yeah. nothing that, happens. Um, so that's my pick, more Monkey Island King. And then my avoid is Puzzle Chronicles. Avoid is Puzzle Chronicles. Thank you very much. Manny, what do you got for me? Uh, my pick of the week is the Halo Reach Collector's Legendary Edition. With the nine-pound statue? Did you see this thing? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about this. <laughs> that thing is crazy. So, for $150, you get a 10-pound, 10-inch statue of, the, of what, all the Halo guys from Halo Reach. Ridiculous. This is... Michael, have you seen this? Uh, no. No. You want to see a link real fast? Sure. All right. Tell me what you think of this. What's the first impression you see when you see this thing? This let me click this big link, and I have to scroll down to something, I guess. What am I looking for? Oh, the box. That's a nice book. What am I missing here? The large statue. Get to that yet. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> was, you have to scroll down like four screens. It? Holy crap, what the heck is that? Big. How much is this? $150. That thing is huge. Wow. Yeah. It's it's expensive. So Chris, are you gonna pre-order this one? No. You look like edition. No. I didn't get the cat helmet. I'm not getting I haven't even played Halo 3 yet. I mean what is up with that limited edition? That's kinda neat. That with the book and stuff. Oh, I like how the yeah, book th- is just a small part of the other edition. Yeah, that's that's funny. I would consider getting a limited edition, though, because it seems like a lot of good stuff. It's a pretty thick journal from uh, one of the main characters in the entire franchise with a lot of little extras. I would consider getting that. It's like a, it's eight, the usual standard collector's edition price of 80 bucks, but 150 for that monstrosity? Dude, I don't know. If I had money to blow, I would buy it. The statue? <laughs> you really, yes. You'd get a Halo statue, really. I would. Where would, that would you put a- it? And it's boxed for like five years. Oh god! Oh, you'd invest in it. Yes, I would. I don't know, man. You can still buy cat helmet. Amazon's selling cat helmets for like thirty bucks now. What is yeah, a cat helmet? The the small Halo helmet that came with the limited edition of Halo Three. 
Like a cat? It, it would fit that a cat. That thing also cost Oh, it would fit a cat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it also cost $150. This is a lot bigger than the cat. They're still findable they, new inbox. For $30. Well. Yeah. They over they over uh, produced that one by a lot. Yeah. I see 12 collector's edition. Um, in the metal tin. What Final Fantasy 12? Oh, Final Yeah, no. <laughs> that became because, the standard. Because this cost said. more. Because this cost more. You know, well, yeah, that one had produce. cost more, too. That was $10 more, remember? Yeah. But they, they, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. This is uh, this is kind of ridiculous, collector's edition. That journal thing's kind of neat. Is that actually leather-bound? Like, or does it just look like I it? don't know. I don't yeah, know. It just looks like it, I bet. You know, it seems like collector's editions are real big business now. No, no, it has a cover game. on it. It's not leather-bound, but it does have a cover around yeah, it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty neat. I'm not big business, man. I, I hear the Fable 3 one's going to be pretty crazy, too. Is Reach actually going to be a good game, though? What I don't even understand yes. what Reach is like. Reach, Reach is a... It's gonna, it's basically going to be the big enough for Bungie, the last big Halo game. So it's, it's um it's a lot more open-ended. It's just another multiplayer Halo game, really? Or? No, not at all. It's a... It's a it's imagine every. It's really is a next Halo Three in a lot of ways was just a pretty version of Halo Two. Yeah, this is really like a really next gen experience. It's big open world battlefields. I mean, well, open doing, world is last gen, but whatever. I mean, that started last. Gen. And a first person shooter, these big open battlefields where. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I know. Come on, this is a freaking RPG podcast. I want to make it so you reach. I know. I know. Because I'm trying to. Because uh, I'm trying to talk myself into buying a collector's edition. Is why. No, you're not. Pretty. What? You're just complaining about the $13 you spent on Chaos Rings you're going to buy again later. Well, I don't have to buy this now. I can wait till I have money again to buy this. Right. Which one? The statue one or the cool journal one? Uh, the statue, Mike's right. I, I wouldn't really want to display that. It would be more as an investment. Wow, this is really slow. Because honestly, <laughs> there's, well, the statue is one major flaw. Uh-huh. No, no Master Chief. Yeah. Well, so he's I can invest in a big ass statue, and he's not in the game. But why do I care? You know. Because that guy is you. Oh, okay. Which guy? So, uh, <laughs> the, the the guy in the blue is supposed to be what? you. Okay, I don't need a statue of myself. That's a bit vain. <laughs> <laughs> I, you I, know, I, I could just actually commission a big nude statue of me to greet people at the door. Why don't I do that instead? Uh, yeah, but would you get that for 150 bucks? <laughs> No, but it'd be better worth my money, wouldn't it? Why would why does it have to be new? <laughs> the ultimate in vanity. Not, not for right, no reason that, other than yeah. being absolutely scared vain, now. Vain. Well, that's my right. excessive. I'm pick going of... off the the statement of vanity, and that's how you have vanity. It's like oh, and if you, you pre-order, you get special flaming awesome. armor. All right. Well, what's this other thing? The lead officer thing in this is that a more armor that you get? When you buy yeah, it. you get special arm. Yeah, you get special armor, and if you buy the legendary edition of the 151, you get a flaming helmet. Oh, the, they finally found a way to get the the re, the flaming head thing, where you can so, buy it. Yeah, this. yeah. That that's something that Bungie employees have always had, right? When they play yeah. online. Yeah. Oh, you're building. So now right you two can be a Bungie employee if you help fund their next game. We should move on. I mean, we're only making. Could you kick their ass in soccer? Here. Um, could you I know. I know. We already what? do that. We what? already kicked their ass in soccer. That's right. Who's ass in soccer? Bungies. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Well, not me, but Monolith. Good for them. All right. What did I play this week? Um, I know what I was supposed to play. I should have played Chaos Rings, and I should have played but Monster Hunter. you didn't Hunter. buy it until just now. Right. I bought Monster Hunter 3 last night. I can't really make that a pick because <laughs> I just bought <laughs> it. You tried it at all? I haven't tried it at all. 
Um, okay. Uh, I played a little bit of WoW. I tried out the new dungeons they added like a few months ago. I had a lot of fun with that. I played through the Death Knight opening seat, Dark Knight, or Death Knight. I don't, what are they called in this one? Death Knight? Which one? In WoW. Death, Death Knight. Yeah, I tried some of that out. I thought it was fun. <laughs> it was my first time playing WoW in like five months, four months, and um, I was trying to get some money out of my big six-month subscription that <laughs> has been laying unused. Um, well, that's my city. So that was fun, and the Dungeon Finder thing is as fun as Phil Willis made it sound like, but uh, I don't want to bore people with WoW Talk, because then they, they revolt and they throw large posts in our threads about how much WoW Talk we have. Well, I'm pretty sure we've oh, Robo Manny! This one's your fault. It's not my recording fault today. <laughs> I've been having recording issues all day today. Hopefully, if I edit this well, you won't be able to tell much. Yeah, so <laughs> when I start talking, you go... Okay, we're back. <laughs> we do that every time. You yeah. just don't realize it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, we've gone long. We have gone long, so I think we're done. No, we haven't. No, I know it's well, only did... two hours. I didn't yeah, two go. Hours but... is good. That's quality, man. That's quality. Except. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, hey! If uh, if what's it called, Rebel FM and. Four guys one up and weekend confirmed can all do two hours and you guys want hey, more. Four guys one up job. is gone. Have you noticed that? They haven't put yeah. an episode out in like three weeks. I think they're done. Mm. I guess Parrish didn't want to take Keep the helm. Going. Yeah. It, well, to be fair, he already has like two other podcasts at this point, right? Yeah, he should just focus on those. I mean, if those are his thing. Um, really liking weekend confirmed though. So that's good. It's, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I like Berghammer, so it's been fun the past couple of episodes. Wow, that's all right. We need to wrap up. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I didn't even go, but that's okay. <laughs> you didn't even go what? I didn't do my now playing. Oh, Michael, not that you, I have. What, do you have any <laughs> picks or avoids? I mean, I've been still playing Strange Journey. Yeah. Um, so no. I, I'm waiting for the difficulty spike that I'm uh, just expecting from a Shin Megami Tensei game, but it hasn't yeah. happened yet. Oh, that's good. And um, now I'm playing what is this, Lord of Ultima? <laughs> and I can't figure out how to build anything. <laughs> Well, there's a tutorial. It tells you what to they do. They did, and they did. And she walked me through it, and she's like, click this button, click this button, and then do this, and then build the thing. And I'm like, great, that's awesome. And how do I get to that screen again? She won't you tell You click me. on an open spot, and it should just auto-open. Oh, hey there. That's okay. <laughs> I haven't even Sweet. finished the tutorial. All right. Takes, I, no, I'm done with the tutorial. She's like, build two more. I'm like, I can't, because apparently I'm too stupid to figure out how to build anything. <laughs> uh suck at these games. I told you I suck at these games. Here I am sucking at these games. <laughs> these are nothing like the real ones. Alright, so... Built that thing. Okay, that, I did Michael's it, Michael's pick no. is to go try out Lord of Ultima because apparently he's having fun trying it out. And I think yes, that'll wrap us up for this week. Yes, apparently then he will come to the city of Fire Mist and destroy me. Yes. And then Once again, I'd like to really thank Robert Boyd for joining us today. Everyone, go buy Death, uh, Breath of Death for a dollar on your Xbox 360. Breath of Death Breath 7. Breath of Death 7. I'm actually going to do that right now before I forget because I thought it was right, funny that none no, of us had played his ranks. game and I felt really bad about that even though he was kind enough to be on our show um, even though he bailed because you probably could tell how boring we were going to be. Um, no, he had to go. <laughs> no. It's like, F these people, man. I'm out of here. No, I was they very... I'm, 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 I'm very excited he was able to be on. Um, also, I'd like to say that you can um, fe- leave us feedback. Uh, you can... Leave, send your letters to podcast at rpgamer.com you can also send us an mp3 or aac file and we'll play that on the air uh, you can also um, ring us up at 
<laughs> I need I need that Nerconis call again. Oh my goodness, you 608-729-4098, is that it? Sure. I'm just going off the top of my head. 608-729-4098. Draconis worked. <laughs> yes. Wow. That is awesome. All right. So leave us a voicemail there. We appreciate it. You can also leave a message on our forums at board.rpgamer.com. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash rpgamer. We got a list up there on rpgamer's account that will show you all the rpgamer staff. Um, we really loved hearing your feedback and hearing back from you. Please let us know what you like to hear on the show. Um, and please let us know what you don't. And we can help make this show better for you and your needs. Just don't complain about us talking about WoW for 30 minutes when we only do it for 20 minutes. Complain about us talking about it for 20 minutes. That's all I ask. Right? 15 minutes was too much. 15 minutes is too much. No, I agree with that. <laughs> I thought there was important stuff, but apparently they don't. I don't know. Nobody wants to hear about MMOs, so that's that's the only feedback. But they do want to hear get. about Halo Reach, apparently. They want to hear about Halo Reach. Well, Master Chief does. <laughs> Master Chief wants to know about Halo I know, yeah. I bet she does. Like, why uh, am I not in the game? He's like, I should be Facebook.com slash RPGamer. Yes, Facebook.com slash RPGamer. Follow us there. Fan us there. I mean, oh, yeah. Chris has some great pictures you. up there from his trip to the Midwest gaming event, if you guys want to check that I don't know if they're great pictures, but they're pictures, and they're there. So please go try those out. And um, I don't know. Oh, let us know if you'd like to do Monster Hunter stuff. Uh, that's the new social game that's been released in the past week. So if RP gamers want to get together and start doing Monster Hunter, we should start doing stuff on their forums and seeing if we can get some groups together and take down some of these big baddies. You know, I can use that for the next game night. I just put that as like one of the big major games. I think that should be like that should just be the next game night. It should just be Monster Hunter. I think. I don't know if enough people own it. All right, I'm thinking really quickly uh, the Halo Reach beta because that'll start that same week that we do it. <laughs> yeah. um, Monster Hunter and um, the other two, I'll throw up to I'll throw up to leave up to you guys. Okay. Uh, all right. Sure. All right. <laughs> All right. With that, we're going to sign off. So thanks, everyone, for joining us, and we'll see you next week. And I'm, sure Anna, I, I'm sure Anna says bye, <clears throat> too, wherever the heck she is. Yeah, um, she went somewhere. She went Maybe her nan called back. <laughs> her nan called back. All right. Saturday confirmed. Saturday confirmed. Bye, everyone. Bye.